Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, and as always, so glad you've joined us no matter where you are. We thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to join us for what I think is going to be a very important topic today, especially with the end of the year coming, holidays coming, a lot of stress coming, and we're going to talk to one guy who knows how to kind of navigate through all this with some latest findings that you need to know, not only for you, but for your patients as well. And that's one of our dear friends of this podcast and dentalist pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Hey, Tom, how are you, man? Good, Kevin. How are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing well. I get to talk to you, uh, you know, and, and I know you and I, right before we went on the air, we were talking about, you know, as we record this, the holidays are coming up. We kind of see it on the calendar and we know that you know, it adds stress. You know, we, we always want the holidays to be great. We want them to be times of memories and family and everything else. But, yes. you know, there, at some point there's going to be a stressor in there. And I know that you said that there's some new research out there that I think is really important for dental assistants to hear not only for themselves, but for their patients as well, whenever they come into the practice between now and the end of the year. Yeah, let's talk about it. You know, the end of the year is stressful for just about everybody. Uh, even if you're not religious, you, just just the, the disruption of, of everyday life, you know, uh, it is uh, stressful and traumatic for some people uh, because, you know, everybody's doing, uh, it seems like a hundred things at once uh, and that stress is contagious, you know? So you've got somebody who's really stressed because they're trying to get all their ducks in a row and get everything ready for the holidays. And even if you're not involved in that process yourself, just being around that person can stress you. And then, you know, realize that, that at the end of the year is also a, a bit traumatic because school is ending uh, disruption of schedules and, and time, um, people's planned vacations. Uh, so a lot goes on at the end of the year, financially as well. And so overall, people are just, in my opinion, more stressed than usual. And I think you and I would agree on that for sure. So that kind of stress can, can cause uh, latent uh, things like depression and anxiety that are normally somewhat under control uh, to become much more a part of your life. So they could exacerbate um, your, your underlying anxiety and, and even depression. Um, you know, depression factors heavily in the end of the year because it's, you know, if it's the holidays and you think about loved ones and maybe you've lost somebody during the year, um, you know, somebody died in your family and, and, and you know, those thoughts uh, can increase your, your thoughts of depression as well. So what, what should we do in this situation? So let's first of all, and I know you would agree with me on this, Kevin, let's first of all not rule out the importance and, and the value of, of, me, of mental health uh, therapists and people who are experts in this, you know, uh, social workers and people that you can rely on, therapists, to, to get you through these tough times and give you the tools that you need uh, to, to uh, survive this busy time. Uh, but remember also that medications are a big component in some cases of that uh, being able to tolerate stress. And that's always a concern for us in dentistry because medications that are used to treat both anxiety and depression can have oral side effects and, and can complicate dental therapy. Uh, and we've got to be aware of it. Uh, so uh, things like xerostomia uh, become a problem. And, and if it's the SSRIs in particular, things like bleeding can occur uh, during procedures, but, but also clenching. And, and clenching is a a big deal for us in dentistry because of the impact it has on the patient's uh, overall health and on the oral health as well. 
You know, and, and one thing that I, I was just in a dental practice last week in, in my home state of Colorado, and, you know, you and I always talk about the health history report and how important it is to, to touch on that. And one thing that I thought that was really interesting that this practice is doing is that they ask when the patient is in the chair, what's your stress level like in the chair, but what's your stress level like on a normal day whenever you're not in the practice? And sometimes it's a real good indicator there that, you know, they could be an eight or whatever sitting in the chair, but if they're a seven already before they walk into your practice, like you said, the, the clenching, the, the antidepressants that they may be on or maybe, uh, you know, considering, it's important for dental practices to know that. So important. You know, if you ask your, your patient what's one of the most stressful places they can find themselves, you know, other than divorce court, they're probably going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say the dentist, right? So... <laughs> so if it's very stressful to be in your chair and you're and the patient's already stressed, I mean, that just adds considerably to the, the overall stress level. And now you're putting that patient who's stressed ordinarily stressed in your chair and now putting them through a stressful procedure where you're using metal instruments inside their mouth. And, you know, they're not really sure what's going on. And and, you know, they're delicate tissues. So they're, they're you know, trauma uh, is painful. All of that means, okay, I need to the best coping mechanisms I can at this time of year. Maybe not the best time to schedule a dental appointment, but let's face it, some people's dental insurance runs out at the end of every year. So they got to get their stuff done. And bottom line also is that they're likely to be taking medication and that can complicate things. So we, you and I have talked about this subject before. If you have... Um, let's say uh, uh, SSRI on board, like Lexapro or Prozac or Zoloft, and, and clenching becomes an issue. That leads to things like TMJ problems, right? So you've got problems with uh, clicking in your jaw. And then you've got you know, myofascial banding, you know, pain in your face that doesn't relent. It's, it's this constant pain. It can lead to migraine headaches. It can, it can trigger some types of uh, twitching and neuropathy. Uh, and then you've got overdeveloped masseters, so opening your mouth and, and allowing the dental professional to access your teeth is becoming difficult as well. And then add in like, you know, broken cusps and broken crowns and, and fractures uh, through the teeth, like vertical fractures. Then add on xerostomia and then the fact that they need appliances. And wow, it becomes a really complicated uh, uh, situation trying to not only treat this person's anxiety and or depression, but also treat the oral manifestations of the medications that they're using to treat that anxiety and depression. And, and I think that that's where right now the dental assistant's going to be so valuable is that the patient may say something in the chair that would tip off that something's going on, especially this time of year. You know, the patient may talk about that stress level rising, and it's something that if the dental assistant is really listening for those cues, it's something then to check, you know, are they taking medication for it? Is there an antidepressant in, in the works? You know, and pass that information along. I, I think that that's one of the biggest skills that dental assistants can have this time of year is simply listening. I couldn't have said it better. I, I say this to almost every audience and almost every course I give, you know, be the bartender. Listen to your patients. Listen to them when they speak because they're going to be telling you things they may not tell anybody else. You know, if I had... Um, one thing to, to mention about these drugs is while they're certainly great and, and, and useful in treating anxiety and depression, uh, these drugs uh, early on in therapy can cause suicidal ideation. And so I, I always say to everybody who listen to me, you know, be the bartender, listen to people when they speak. If I had suicidal thoughts, 
I may not say that to my clergy person, my, my family member, my significant other, but I might say it to somebody who's easy to talk to, willing to listen, and who, and who I believe is part of the medical professions and maybe could offer me some advice. So be the bartender, listen when they speak and then speak, you know, not the time to turtle up, you know, speak and say, well, well listen, uh, did you know that uh, those thoughts could be a side effect of medications you're taking? Hey, and everybody goes through times in their life when, when things are really difficult. So seek help. You know, here's a number for the suicide prevention hotline. If you're transgender, here's a number for the Trevor Project. You know, give them resources that they need so that they don't feel so alone. And you just might save a life. And I, you know, I've said this before, Kevin, I think dental professionals save more lives than than uh, anyone else that gives them credit for. And, and dental assistants are the front door to the office. They're the person that first meets that patient walking in, guides them around the office, you know, basically they're liaison. So why wouldn't I put my trust in this person if they've been so kind to me and, and so easy to talk to? And this is your dental assistant uh, today, you know, who's, who's part of the team more than ever and who really can uh, ultimately be that person's advocate. You know, I remember one dental assistant telling me one time that the verbal cue that she got from the patient was, I just can't take this. Or, you know, it's, I can't take one more thing whenever you're talking about a, a treatment that yep. needs to happen. And, you know, and that for her, that was a verbal cue to say, well, what's going on? And, and like you said, be the bartender at that moment. Absolutely. I, I'm counting on you. If I'm your patient, I'm counting on you to say that exactly. What do you mean? What's going on? Uh, versus sort of just, as I say, turtle up and not say anything, just keep working because I, I get it. It's, 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 it's awkward and it, it's uncomfortable. And maybe you don't want to talk about it. Maybe you don't want to get into that conversation. And I've had people tell me, you know, God, I'm, I'm not an expert in this. I wasn't trained for this. It doesn't matter. It's, it's time, you know, that we realize that it's just a matter of being human, you know, a ask them what's going on in their life, point them in the right direction you know, give them, give them advice on where to find help. And that's all you can do and, and, and save a life. And, and if, if there's, if there's any greater gift you can give someone, uh, I don't know what is. And I want to go back to something that you said earlier, because we, we so often talk about the patients need to get something off their chest. The patients need to say something, but like you said earlier, it may be the dental assistant who's struggling with something right now. You know, it may be him or her that needs some help right now, needs to reach out for some talk. And I, and and I hope that if nothing else we do in this podcast, we can erase the stigma that asking for help or getting help is is a bad thing. It's not. It's something that I think all of us need at certain times of our lives. And, and again, this time of year can really ramp up those thoughts. I couldn't have said it better, Kevin. That is a great, great point you made. You know, if I'm the dental assistant and I'm, I'm the front door of the office and I'm the one that's in charge of workflow and, 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 and bringing people in and out and moving uh, you know, through the schedule of the day. Hey, I and I might be the one that's stressed. I might be the one that that's got too much of a load to bear. So, yeah, so we all need to help each other. You know, we're a team in the dental office. and We all need to be able to listen to each other and, and help when we can, because, again, this time of year is busy. It's busy for lots of reasons, especially in a dental office. Uh, to get your benefits, you know, maximized for the year. So you know, I know a lot of dentists are, are slow in September and, and crazy in December. Uh, this is the time of year for us to all be a little more attentive to each other and, and help each other. You know, and, and the timing of this couldn't be better because you might hear a little bit of background noise. I'm actually at, at a the Dental Trade Alliance meeting out in California today as we record this. Nice. And the session I literally just got out of is talking about workforce challenges and how clinicians 
are dealing with the stress levels in their practice. So I think it's a good reminder that, you know, the, the pandemic may be in the rearview mirror in a lot of ways, but still the ripple effects from it are still stressing out not only dental assistants, but the hygienist, the dentist, everybody in the practice, I think, is running a little bit higher stress level than maybe were back in 2019. Couldn't have said it better. We're still dealing with everything, all of the overhead of the pandemic. It's still there, even though it's in the rear view. Our, our dentist, uh, dental practices will never be the same. They'll always be changed. Uh, add to that the fact that for the first time, we're really starting to get back together again. You know, it's, it's a slow, very slow process, but we're starting to get back together again. We're starting to, to be in groups. Uh, this time of year, you know, the, the virus seems to, to get a, a stronger foothold. That adds stress. So, man, I could, <laughs> I'm getting stressed just thinking about it. There's so much to think about this time of year that, that it's good that we have this conversation now because it's good to just stop and, and take a step back and just breathe and say, okay, what do I have ahead of me for the next two months? You know, I've got, I've got this to contend with. Let me be mentally strong or as mentally uh, prepared as I can be to deal with stress both professionally and personally. You know, and, and this time of year, you know, we were talking right before we came on, you and I are both on the road almost every week doing some kind of speaking, doing something out there, and, and it, it gets to be a lot. And, and I know personally, it literally is something that I just have to get in a quiet room and breathe for a little bit and just really kind of center myself after being in front of a crowd, after being, you know, traveling all day, whatever it is. I take that time to make sure that I'm, I'm centered and, and I know that everything's okay and what's my next step. It, what what do you do whenever you're kind of that crush of travel and making sure ends meet and everything else goes on? I'm curious. It's so funny, Kevin, that you bring this up because uh, a, a lot of a lot of other speakers and a lot of the people in this business, and I'm sure you know a lot of them. Uh, when the day is done, they're out there going grabbing dinner, yeah. grabbing drinks, socializing, you know, networking. And man, I I just kind of hide in my room yep. to be honest. Amen. I'm saying because I. I got to catch up on stuff that didn't get done during the day, you know, the never ending pile of emails I have. But also it's like you just said, it's a good time for me to be alone with my thoughts and regroup and think about what's going to be coming my way the next day. So I'm prepared. Uh, I wish I had, you know, that kind of stamina and the ability to, to, to you know, to, to work all day and have fun all night. But it's like you said, the best thing to do is to just sit back, take a breath or a couple of deep breaths. Uh, focus on you know what's coming up both next day and, and next couple of days and, and a couple, next couple of weeks. Get something to eat. You know, typically room service if I can afford. You know, and just get room service and sit there, and and just you know take care of myself because that's an important part of all of this. You know, we talk a lot about self care, but if we're not doing that for ourselves, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not really good to anybody at that point. No, I'm, I'm a big believer in walk the talk, and, and I think you and I have to do it as speakers out there. I think the dental assistants have to do it if they're really going to help their dental patients get over some stressful times. I think that they themselves have to figure out how to deal with their own stress levels, whether that's at work, whether that's with what's going on at the house, the holidays, whatever it is. I think each of us need to find a coping mechanism, and a lot of times it literally is finding a friend to talk to, finding a counselor to talk to, just just kind of getting some things out of your mind so that you can refocus on what you need to be doing. Yep. Yeah, and, and that the, 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 another good point you just made is the fact that, you know, I've got to, I've got to be good for everybody else around me. So I, I need to be strong. So everyone else around me can benefit from that. Cause you know, in a way we, we are in dentistry, especially as a dental assistant, I can say this because I know so many of them now, you, you are the heart and soul of the practice. As far as, you know, you're the consoler in chief. 
you know, you're, you're the person that's, that's kind of smoothing everything over and, and making the day brighter for everybody because, you know, the hygienist is stressed, the dentist is stressed, and, and you're the one, if you take on this role as, as I say, consoler in chief, you're just paving the way to make everybody's day better. It takes a toll on you, of course, because, you know, no one's consoling you. But if you're that person that will that will make everything run smoother in the office that day, your, your team's going to love you, number one. And number two, you're going to have more job satisfaction overall. Well, and, and I know that's what it's all about here at our podcast, making sure dental assistants love what they do and that they are 100% in the moment, that they can do the best that they can, not only for their patients, but their practice and themselves as well. And, and Tom, I know, like you said, you, you are such a believer in dental assistants, and it's one of the bajillions of things that I love about you, brother. I really do. Uh, but I want to make sure our assistants know where they can find out more about you and, and maybe even see you coming up here soon. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I got a couple of uh, live meetings coming up. The Greater New York Dental Meeting will, will be happening uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. So if you're going to be in the New York area, please stop by. I'm doing a bunch of courses uh, uh, for both hygienists and dentists. Uh, and I've got you know a couple other uh, meetings coming up as well next year. I'm sure I'll see you at Chicago Midwinter uh, and, and the Hinman meeting. So lots coming up. But anytime you see my name on the schedule, uh, if you're a dental assistant out there, hey, grab me, stop me in the hallway or walk to my room and attend, attend my course, you know, grab me and say, Hey, how are you? Because I, I, I would love to meet I, you and I do these podcasts and I love them, Kevin, but I, I never get to see people who, who uh, actually listen to the podcasts uh, and talk to them. I, people walk up to me and say, Hey, I listen to your podcast, but I don't get a chance to actually like say, hi, how are you? Let's sit down and talk for a few minutes. So yeah. So reach out to me at any time uh, on, uh, Facebook and, and Instagram and all social media platforms at Pharmacology Declassified. Let me know if you like what we're doing together because I, I know I love working with you, buddy. Absolutely. Man. And, and find me on my website at uh, TomViola.com. Yeah, a wealth of knowledge and just, a, a, as I've said before, a good human being. Tom, thanks so much for the time today, man. I really do appreciate it. Hey, man, thanks what you do for dental assistance uh, worldwide, my friend. Hey. You're uh, you're, you're an advocate and you're the, the person that uh, people look to in this profession. So thank you for what you do. Well, the thing is, my friend, life ain't easy. You know, it, it isn't easy for any of us. And I think, I think the more of us that are out there helping each other, I think it makes the world a better place. So, and, and dental assistants, like, like Tom said, man, you know, if you ever see Tom at a meeting, you ever see me at a meeting, you ever need something, well, reach out, talk to us, let us point you in the right direction because this uh, doing things by yourself, trying to navigate this world by yourself, it's a tough thing. And we want to make sure that you've got all the resources available to not have that happen. So until the next time, whenever we meet, you know, the Dill Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. This is Kevin Henry signing off. And as always, we remind you that together, yes, together, we rise. <laughs>